0: Welcome to Be a Better Human Podcast. And I'm really excited because I have two more um, lessons to go in this series, Jesus is Coming Back. And today, I'm going to mainly just only quote scriptures, and I'm going to line them up. Line upon line, precept upon precept. And I want you to join me because it's going to be several places in scripture that I go today. I'm going to start in John, um, because that's where I left off with the last podcast i'm going to start in john verse 28 and i'm going to finish out on verse 31 and then after that i'm going to go into john chapter 16 and i'm going to share some verses from there and then i'm going to go into if you're going to write down ahead of time where i'm going to be going so you can join me as i go to each then i'm going to go into revelations chapter 13 and i'm going to share um most of revelations chapter 13 um but I'm going so if you want to just have those those places ready um so that when I'm ready to go to those you're already got your you know you're ready to go. So um uh, we're going to start off with um a quick review from the last podcast. Uh please try to listen to these in order uh because I was talking about the words of Jesus and just loving him, and if you look, when you love him and you come to him in the right spirit, and 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 you love him, he will manifest himself unto you, is what the promise in Scripture is, that the Father will manifest himself, and he will send you the Holy Spirit that will teach you all things. And um he, we left off with the Lord saying in verse twenty-seven, "Peace he leaves unto you, any peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let your heart not be troubled." Neither let it be afraid. And I was just talking about what everything that's going on in the earth right now. A lot of people, they're just, they're letting their be fearful. They're um, thinking of all the worst things that can happen instead of um, having faith. And instead of just allowing, allowing themselves to be peaceful in the Lord, because the Lord has a plan. And so we we just need to allow ourselves to trust him and trust that His his ways are good and his intentions towards us are always good. So, um, as we get ready to go into these scriptures, I want to thank you again for listening, and I hope that you have been following each lesson, uh, because this one is going to be kind of heavy. So, if you haven't been following the other lessons, this is going to be a little much for you. I'm already going to warn you ahead of time. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, if you're ready to follow along, in verse 28, the vo- the word of Jesus Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye love me, ye would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father. For my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it came to pass, that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. Verse 30, Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and that as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do arise and let us go hence. Now, verse 29, this is always true cuz if it's true then it's still true. And and when I what I want you to focus on right here is when he says, "And now I have told you before it come to pass that when it come to pass, you might believe." So in this whole verse this whole chapter 14, uh the Lord has revealed his his uh divinity. He has um told them to believe on him that he's the only way to the father and he's given them prophecies so that he has already prepared mansions for them in heaven or in paradise so all these things he's telling them before He's he's given them this truth and these uh deep secrets before the whole world is actually revealed before it's revealed to the whole world he's um given them ahead of time but then also in scripture He talks about his coming and how things will be when he comes back. And so this also applies, I believe, to that. Um, And then verse 6, we're going to go to chapter 16. now. I hope you have it ready that you're already there in scripture here. And I want to read some things to you. And these are all the words of Jesus that I'm reading. Verse 1. These things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you would think that he's doing God's service. Do, doing God's service, And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said unto you at the beginning because I was with you. But now I go on my way. I'm sorry, but now I go my way to him that sent me. And none of you asketh me, where is thou goest? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he come he will te- he will prove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Now, this is very, very key because this is the work of the Holy Spirit now and what he's come to do. What did he come to do? He's come he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And then the Lord even breaks it down even more, each one. So in verse 9, he says of sin because they believe not on me. Verse 10, of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Verse 11, of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Verse 12, I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Uh, Verse 13, how be it? When the son of, when, I'm sorry, how be it, when he, the spirit of truth does come, he will guide you into all truth for he shall be, he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. So I want to stop there. So I, I mean, this is, this is just so deep y'all. It's so deep, but I can't, like, like he said, they couldn't bear it. There's something things that. You just can't bear everything at once because it's just so deep. It's just so, so strong. And, um, I don't want to rush things, but I want to tell you, I would just want to, this is how people learn is when you repeat things. So I learned that when I was in college. So that's why I want to slow down again. And I want to go back over a couple of things in this verse 16. So he's saying, um, he's warning his his um his followers even then that were on earth with him what was going to happen and he says these things have i spoken unto you that ye should not be offended they shall put you out of the synagogues yes the time cometh that whoever killeth you will think that they are doing god's service and these things will they do unto you because they have not known the father nor me so just like the Christians were persecuted at the beginning, Um, even during the time of Jesus, before the time of Jesus, they were persecuted. Even we know in the Old Testament, people had to go through things. The prophets, when they were saying truth, they were uh, ridiculed by the Israelites and people kind of mocked them and said, oh, that's not what the Lord is saying at all, because it was a judgment that people didn't want to face because they wanted to continue in their sins. And so then um, the world kind of continued to be that way. And so when he says, nevertheless, in verse 17, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Now, only Jesus, he he definitely was God because only Jesus knows the the works of the Holy Spirit the best and how everything and how the Lord operates and how he has revealed himself in different ways and different um, manifestations, I guess that's the best way to put it. And I'll use that because that's what he said. He will man, the father will manifest himself unto you. That's the word he used in verse, um, 14, uh, for those who have already listened to that. But so, so there's different ways that he has chosen to reveal himself to the, to to his chosen people. And so he's saying, because now he's going to depart, um, as Jesus away from the earth. He's not going to leave us, though, because the Holy Spirit is going to keep bearing witness of the life and the testimony of Christ and what his uh, salvation power is will able to do in the hearts of men. And so in verse 8, and when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Now, I remember when um, people came up to Jesus and they were trying to get him to condemn the woman that was caught in adultery. And then he was... Basically, um, he he came to the woman's aid instead of condemning her. Because he said when he came the first time, he really didn't come to do the condemnation. And he said, because those who believe not on him, they're condemned already. So he didn't come to do the judgment of man uh, in his first, um, in his his first, I don't want to say his first trip to earth. Because I don't really want to say it that way. But when he came as a baby and. Uh, came to the cross and and came to give himself a ransom, he didn't come to judge the earth at that time. And I also believe that the enemy wanted to tempt the Lord in that way. He wanted to tempt the Lord to do something that was not prophesied because he knew the Lord had the ability to judge. And that's why when those um, demons were in that person, they said, did you come to judge us? They, They were trying to tempt the Lord because, yes, he had the power to judge them. But that's not what his intentions was to do at that time. And so they, they asked the Lord, could they go into the pigs? But they but the the, the fact that they even had the nerve to mention, did you come to judge us before our time, is almost like a way of tempting the Lord when they said that. Because <laughs> um, had he done that, he would have not been keeping the word that he already given us before time. Because he, he, he didn't come on his first... Um, mission to do any of that even though he had the power to do it and so here he goes in verse nine he says so this is what the holy spirit is going to do he's going to convict people of sin because they believe not on on the lord verse 10 of righteousness because i go to my father and you see me no more and so he's got so so the the holy spirit continues to testify over and over again to those who open their heart to the gospel truth then The gospel truth will continue to resonate and other things about Jesus and the truth of the Lord and basically becoming a part of his kingdom will happen um, because you don't no longer try to come in your own righteousness, but you allow yourself to use to, to accept Jesus's righteousness on your behalf. So then that way you can go, then you can approach the father through Jesus's righteousness. So he says, because of righteousness, because I go to my father and you see me no more. Verse 11 of judgment, because the prince of the world is judged. And that's why when I brought up the judgment, the enemy knows he's judged already. But people that side with the enemy, they will be judged in the same way. They will get the same um, penalty that the enemy is getting. But that's not what the Lord wanted them to get. But that's what they're choosing to get if they continue to reject Jesus. So verse 12, I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whosoever he, whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. And, um, and it says, he shall glorify me for he shall receive of mine and shall show it all. I'll show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and shall show you, it unto you. A little while and ye shall not see me, and again a little while and ye shall see me, because I go to the Father. And that's another thing that a lot of people when they say they have the Holy Spirit and um or they say that they were um meditating and something talked to them or they they heard something if it's not testifying of the truth of Christ, then it's not the Holy Spirit, and it's the spirit. It's the probably a familiar spirit, or it's definitely something else that you don't want to continue talking to and communicating with. Because um, the Holy Spirit, these are the things He's going to do, and He and His He's always going to point you back to the Lord, and um, and that's why I see a lot of people in these new age movements. They don't mind you being spiritual, but they don't want you to. They don't want you to be talking about Jesus Christ and and that's where the problem is because that's, that's where all the power is at right there is in Christ not in just the fact that you can communicate with the spirit so sorry I went on that tangent but I was going to try I'm trying to stay in scripture y'all I'm trying to stay in scripture so um let's see and then in verse 22 in that same passage of 16 I wanted to share this with you um and ye now therefore have have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man take it from you. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it unto you. There's that promise again that um, we can ask in his name, in the name of Christ, unto the Father, things that... um. That are according to his will. In another passage it says that things are according to his will. And he will give it to you. throw. have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be be full. These things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs. But the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs. But I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day ye shall ask in my name and I shall... And I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. For the Father Himself loveth you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father and am come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. And then his disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly and speakest no proverb. Now are we sure that? Thou knowest all things, and needeth not that the, any man should ask thee? By this we believe that thou camest forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that ye shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have peace tribulation but be of good cheer i have overcome the world and what did the lord say we would have in the world that we'll have an easy ride and a quick rapture no he said (laughs) i'm sorry i gotta be sarcastic but it says these things these are the words of jesus himself verse 33 out of uh, chapter 16 these things i have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace in this in the world ye shall have tribulation But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And then. um, That's what I wanted. I wanted to let you all hear. Being said by Jesus himself. Now whatever pastors say. Whatever these people that have. uh, Come up with this rapture stuff. Are saying. Their words are not going to supersede the words of Jesus. And so he did say. We have tribulation in this last. Thing that the Antichrist and the enemy. Is going to concoct it is going to be the ultimate tribulation this but um we are going to be all right because the lord said he's already overcome the world so um and he's told us ahead of time in the scriptures things that we should that we did so we shouldn't be shocked okay so here we go chapter 13 like i promised those that are in revelation chapter 13 i hope give you a couple minutes to get there And I want to begin at, this is a quite a big passage here in Revelation chapter 13 that I really want to take my time with. So I'm going to start at verse 5 and I'm going to read all the way to verse 18. And I'm going to take my time, y'all, because this is really important. Okay, verse five. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Now, it did say that he the the antichrist we're talking about the man sin he is going to overcome the saints here did so but it's just a temporary it's not really a victory because it's just a temporary thing it's just the body that he's going to destroy but he's not going to destroy our hearts and our soul like the lord has the power to do okay so verse eight and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life uh, um of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world if any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell on thereon to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Sorry, y'all. Verse 13. And he does great wonders so that he make a fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast. Which had the moon by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Verse 16. And he caused off both all, both great and small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he had that mark of the, of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here's wisdom, let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man. And his number is six hundred three score and six. And then um in I'm gonna move on to verse fourteen and repeat some of this in my next in, in my next segment of this series. But before I get there, I have to show you the progression of what's happening here because the whole the whole point or part of the point of this system is to persecute the saints because the enemy um he doesn't care about people having provision and buying and selling that's just the that's just his means to control people that are already evil and already sold out to their belly where they'll do anything to satisfy their flesh so these type of people um so wherever go wherever goes the ability to survive in their human condition they will they will do whatever they think is necessary to do that but a person that's spiritual you shouldn't be living just for the next meal or the or the next thrill anyway so when he rolls out this plan towards the end of the chapter here in in verse 13 the plan when he rolls out for everybody, he commands everybody to worship the the image of the beast. So that's where he really wants is the worship. But he knows that some people might not really go along with that as easily unless it's connected to the other things which they want to survive and what they think is survive. But it's just a temporary, it's just going to be temporary because it's going to be so close to the Lord coming back, you know, um... And I don't. And some people have actually come up with a timeline where they think it's the, a score of three years. They think it's uh, so many months. But see, the Lord says a day is a day, and uh, it's like a thousand years to Him. So in human time, they could, you know, they could be possibly correct that it's going to be a three-year reign for the um, Antichrist. But I don't really worry about how long in months and days that it's going to be. But I'm just telling you, the system itself. Is so crooked and evil. And his main goal behind the system is to persecute the saints. And um, because it's a hatred. It's a hatred that the world is going to have for the people of God. And the Lord has already told us why he's doing it. And then not only has he told us how why he's doing it, he told us how he's going to do it. How he's going to implement his system and what the actual agenda is and the agenda is to um bow down to something that is not God and worship it as God that is not God. And there is only one holy uh worthy to be praised, worthy to be adored, worthy to be worshipped and that is Father God through, you know, well when we do that through Jesus Christ. And so this this whole system is against that. And that's why he said anybody that ends up in the in that system and participating in it, their name is not written in the in the book of life, and so I wanted you to see the seriousness for those who not already familiar with the mark of the beast system and all that. Thing, and all of that, I wanted you to see the seriousness behind people going with the system. It's not nothing innocent about it. It's nothing innocent about going down and getting that mark. So it's it pretty much seals. Your allegiance to to to, to Satan and you, and the fact that you're an enemy of the real God, and so, um, I had to I had to bring that out. But when people talk about a rapture, this is why I'm bringing these particular points out in Scripture before I go into my points about this raptures business, because why would the Lord tell us that it tell us the way that He's telling us about these events? If we were already going to be raptured up out of here. So um, it it just wouldn't make, it, it wouldn't really make sense because someone is going to be going through this. Somebody is going to be resisting the system and we know it can't be other people that have been left behind that are going to eventually come to the truth, the knowledge of the truth. Because we know the Lord is only coming back once. He's only coming back one more time. And I already gave you in the first sequence, I already gave you the sequence of, um, who's going to be called up first and how he's, first of all, how he's going to make his entrance is going to be trumpets, um, and his, he's basically going to be visible. He's, he's not coming back in a secret way. He's coming back and he's going to, um, basically call up the people that are dead in Christ He's going to call those people up first. And I'm sure that's going to fill a good portion of the sky. Everyone's going to see this. So everyone's going to see all the people from centuries. I'm talking about from the beginning of time that died in Christ. All those people are going to be called up. So imagine, imagine that. Just imagine what a scene that's going to be already. And then you have people that are still alive. That's not even going to be probably, who knows if that's even going to be close to the number of people that are already called up that have been alive all throughout the centuries. So we're we're talking about a timeless reverse a reversal. That can not be something that's gonna be quiet, quietly happening. You know, so I'm just telling you it's 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 just, just think about the whole fact that people that died in Christ, they're gonna be called up first to meet the Lord in, in the sky. So that means people from the times of the beginning, Adam and Eve, all the way until the people that are on earth that are still alive, we're just going to be sitting there like, whoa. <laughs> you know, that's going to be, talk about some sci-fi. We ain't seen nothing yet. We've seen a lot of special effects and stuff in movies, but we've never seen nothing. No one's going to never have been seen anything like that. And old, young, you know, um, people that have endured slavery times. I mean, just all these people, all these people's bodies are going to be resurrected. And and simultaneously, and so you have all those people making their way, slowly or or fast. It might be just quick, but they're going to be in the sky, waiting. And then as and then as soon as their bodies are res- resurrected, now we've seen that miracle. Then he said, in an instant, like in the blink of an eye, people that are still alive that are with Christ only, then we will also be changed. Our bodies will uh, will not remain in this carnal condition. But now we will have the same kind of resurrected bodies as the people that we just saw that came up from years of um, being dead. (laughs) I mean, their bodies were dead, but their souls weren't. And then, then we're going to be changed. So this this event is a worldwide, global, one-time event. And then it says, and then, and I want to go to the very end of the book. Let's go to the very end of... The book real quick of revelation of, of the bible and the lord is just leading me there for now i wasn't going to share this at first but i want to i want to go ahead and share this as well let's see what he says the end how the end will be um ver, uh revelation chapter 22 verse 7 starting at verse 7. behold i come quickly blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book and I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am not I am thy fellow servant and of of your brethren, the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Worship God. So even the angel that he bowed down because he was able to see these visions ahead of time, that he that he just prophesied about in Revelations. He gets. He got so overwhelmed and excited that he started worshiping the angel. And the angel told him, stop doing that. Because that's one of the things that we are not ever to do is worship anything other than God. And the angel told him, uh, worship God. And he said unto me, still not, not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly. Now this is the word of Jesus, verse 12. And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according to his works shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have right right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without... Without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and adulterers and whosoever loveth and make it make a lie, verse sixteen. I Jesus have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star. Verse seventeen. And the spirit and the bride say, Come and let him that heareth say, Come and let him that is athirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book, of the book of the prophecy of God, shall take, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifies these things says, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. And I'm going to end on that note because there's nothing else you can do with that. (laughs) I mean, it's just right there in the scriptures. Do not add and do not take away from what the Lord has already revealed. And so um, as I get ready for um, my final um, section of this, of this series, I want you to pray, and I want you to think about what I've shared. And is it resonating with you? Are you trying to fight this obvious because you want to hold on to something that doesn't that you can't find in scriptures about the about this rat, the secret rapture? I just I just want you to be honest with yourself because you it starts with it starts there, and um, and and so that's what it's all about. It's all about truth and leaning not unto our own understanding, but leading, leaning on the actual truth of the Lord and what the Bible clearly is saying. And so thank you again for listening and have uh, have a wonderful week and be a better human.